Welcome to Soul Lies, where the spiritual and the soul crosses paths. Stay tuned to learn ways to grow your spiritual understanding in order to reveal lies your soul believes. This podcast will help you learn the truth and propel you towards freedom in Christ Jesus. This is Jenny Fouts, licensed counselor in Louisiana at Christian Center Shreveport. Welcome everyone to this week's podcast and what we're going to be talking about, I hope, um, will perk your ears up and will cause you to become more interested in the work that Jesus Christ is doing and that you guys will just pile in and do his work. So this week, we're going to be talking about the ministry that Jesus had of, you know, deliverance. We know that he had healing, that he was sent to proclaim the good news of the gospel, right? To preach um, to those who haven't heard, to pro- proclaim, preach, teach, heal, deliver. And that's what we're going to kind of cover this week. Because many people think, oh, I'm not one of those kind of people. I don't do deliverance. Oh, deliverance, deliverance, that just scares me. Oh, no, I can't, no. And we come up with a bazillion different excuses of why. And when Christ sent us out into the world, he sent us fully equipped to do the work of the ministry of what he called. Now, whether you're being a teacher, a secretary, a bank teller, a construction worker, a roofer, whatever you are, as a profession, in that place of profession, you are to be his minister. And wherever he's put you, whether you're a cook or whatever it is, waitress, it doesn't matter. Wherever you are, you are to be a minister of Christ. And there's plenty of people say, oh my goodness, you know, I want to pray for you. You know, let me, you know, I'll pray for the sick. And everybody wants to go lay hands on the sick. But as soon as you say, hey, this person needs deliverance. Boy, everybody starts backing out going, uh, uh, uh. Because, you know, I remember my first deliverance I ever saw. And um, I was in a Friday morning meeting. And I was pretty new in the walk of the Spirit. That was a pretty new concept. I had been a Christian, you know, since I was like 12, 13, but um, I was Methodist, and so I was in a spirit-filled meeting, and this lovely, well-dressed black lady comes up to the front of the room and is asking for prayer, and I'm not from this town, so I don't know a lot of people, but um, the next thing I know, she's on the ground foaming at the mouth. I'm Methodist. I'm backing up out of this. I'm like, uh, I don't know why this is going. Uh, I'm backing up, and I could hear the Lord talk to me, go pray for her. And I was like, uh, no, I'm Methodist Jesus. I'm not really, you know, these spirit-filled Pentecostal. I'm just Methodist, you know. And um, I immediately saw a, kind of an old scene of a movie of John Wayne, where the judge is deputizing John Wayne as the authority of the land and I hear clearly that the Holy Spirit has deputized me so I'm okay um, I'm inching up closer and then I heard this voice clearly say to me you don't have the power and I was like well now you just made me mad (laughs) 
then you're right, I don't have the power. But the one who's invested in me, the one who has given me the authority has the power. So I marched myself up there, and um, there were several of us ladies, and we prayed for her, and she was delivered. And I, I don't know anything about this lady, and I was just kind of freaked out. And, you know, the whole foaming of the mouth was a new experience uh, for me in that um, there's just no logical way that anyone can foam at the mouth like that. I mean, they had to go get paper towels for the lady. I was way out of my league, but the Lord Jesus sent me up there as a, as a point and as a place of obedience. So I'm going to be encouraging you this week. Do not shy away from the full ministry of Jesus Christ. So if you're praying for someone and they also need deliverance, then you're there. You are a minister of Christ. So I'm going to prove it to you. We're going to travel through the word a little bit today. Let's look at Luke 4. Got to put my glasses on. I'm going to, I'm going to start on verse 14 and kind of skip through this little bit of this chapter here in Luke 4. Um, Jesus has been baptized, right? And he's done his little thing. He comes back. So Jesus returns to Galilee full of the power of the Spirit, right? So you guys have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You've been baptized, Spirit-filled. You are coming back with the power of the Holy Spirit in you. So you are doing this as well. So then in 16, he comes to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, as was his custom. And then he goes to the synagogue, and this, you know, he does the whole thing of reading the Isaiah book, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives. That's, um, you know, liberty to the captives, that's deliverance. And recovery of sight to the blind. Now here he's not talking about just blind physically. Because, I mean, the whole world is not blind. But he's also talking about a spiritual blindness that you have here. So he's going to help recover your sight. And sometimes people are spiritually blind because of the demonic activity within their lives. He's going to set liberty those who are oppressed. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. So he did that. He closed the book. And um, the people, you know, they got real mad at him and wanted to throw him off. Because here he is proclaiming his ministry, right? This is also our ministry. We are so willing to accept the preaching of the gospel or to heal the brokenhearted, to heal the sick. But we forget he also said that he was going to do proclaim liberty to the captives, recovery sight to the blind. I mean, he also said he was going to do those things. So you skip on down through the chapter where Jesus starts casting out unclean spirits. Now, the word uses several um, definitions, you know, unclean spirits, um, demons. We, most of the time, we just, we call it demons. And um, it's an unclean spirit. So whatever, however you want to think about them, it, it doesn't matter to me. But it's all, you know, you guys know, it's all the same. So he, he cast out uh, the unclean spirits. Here we go down into um, 
chapter, let's see, verse 32. We're still in chapter 4. And they, and they were astonished at his teaching, for his words were with authority. That's the power of the Spirit, right? It's the anointing, which you also have. Now, in the synagogues, there was a man who had a spirit of an unclean demon. And he cried out with a loud voice. This is the demon, right? Talking. Let us alone. What have you, what have we, we, to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. So Jesus gets mad at him and says, be quiet and come out. Well, then the demon throws him down to the ground and didn't hurt him. And he came out and all were amazed. So this is just one after he's come back from um, the temptation of the desert, being baptized, all those things. He comes back and he proclaims his ministry. And then he meets this demon in the synagogue. So demons, you know, this man is in the synagogue. The, the demons are at church. So you guys to think that demons aren't at church is kind of a misnomer because many times demons are there with people. Hopefully, as we walk through this week, you guys are going to see that the sneakiness of what demons do, so that you guys can spot if you have a weakness, if you have a harassment going on. In previous podcasts, we've covered the different kinds of harassments and possession and that kind of thing. But it's not very often that you actually see someone, you know, pray for deliverance and a person actually gets healed. So we have to walk in the fullness of the power of the Holy Spirit, of the fullness of what we can walk by, which means you got to be a minister of the word. You have to minister to your own soul, to your own spirit. You can't have, well, I have seen ministers who have had glaring um, sins in their life, yet God still uses them, right? But their sin, I would hate to be in their headspace. The, the harassment, the torture, the torment that must go on must be horrendous. But um, God, does, God does use people like that. So we have to get out of our box of thinking the old-fashioned way. Now, I'm going to be covering some of the things this week that Derek Prince has taught us. In, um, and I know these, some of these teachings are really, really old, but they're great foundational things that we can build on, and we will talk about the things that we've learned and grown from that place. So I hope that you will go through this week and you'll be able to think about your life, where you're at, what's going on, and how to move forward in the freedom and the liberty that Christ has given to you. If you're struggling, trying to get out of something, and you've been struggling, 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 get some prayer help. Get some prayer help so, so that doors can be closed and you can continue the ministry that Jesus Christ has set for you. And one of those is deliverance. So deliverance is always best if it starts at home and then it moves out because you will learn so much more. I hope that you guys can um, chew on this word 
about the ministry of Christ and in the fullness of it. And let's not leave any parts out as you go through your day. Let's not leave those parts out. The, the harassment is more and more these days. I find it more and more with people that I talk to, that the harassment is just growing. And so we've got to be able to have a full ministry of what Christ gave to us. So go today, walk in the fullness of Christ, in the full power of His anointing, preaching the Word, healing the sick, and setting the captives free. Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk tomorrow. Bye-bye. Soul Lies is meant for information only. It is not a substitute for counseling.